Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. And then the hurt child became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny, I haven't seen that before. It, it feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Okay. Do you have any parts that you'd like to get to know better? Change your relationship with? I do. You can start right wherever you like. There have been a bunch of scraps kind of floating around in my mind for the past few months, and I've been trying to address them with IFS to the extent that I understand it. And um, sometimes things crystallize, certain parts have crystallized, um, but there's been, I've been unable to be systematic about it. And all of it seems related to this moment also a few months ago when a, a certain event just brought all these firefighters, protectors, exiles, like just suddenly surfaced just this host of parts that mm-hmm. were in a crisis suddenly. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to kind of like do a head count and, you know, get them uh, onboarded or whatever, like do their, get their names and their details or whatever um, since then for these months. And I could mm-hmm. tell something about each one of them, but I feel that the reason I come to you is that I'm hoping that um, some kind of facilitation with someone who is a parts detector and can do mm-hmm. this is um, is necessary at this point. Like they're all just sort of scattered and fragmented. And I think sometimes I think two of them are the same part and mm-hmm. 
one that I think is one is actually two. And do you see what I mean? Um, yes. So, I mean, I could sort of tell you the moment that all of these parts came to life. You could. It's, it might not be necessary, but it's, it's up to you. Okay. I, I mean, I, I have questions about the yeah. parts if you... Let's, let's hear your questions. Um, you mentioned doing a head count of protectors. Yeah. Do you, in, in doing that, have you also come across any exiles? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's, they're included in your yes. count? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was my main question. Yeah. And you have, and you have a good understanding of the differences and, and how, how those relationships tend to work. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was, that was my only question, I think, about that. I mean, I can tell you about maybe the three protectors that cl- came into kind of clarity first, maybe. Okay. Um, one was a figure that is very quick to forgive and kind of pious, like... Um, just like a high priestess of forgiveness or something that mm-hmm. like I had a very difficult and humiliating divorce um, mm-hmm. years ago uh, when my husband left for a friend of mine and um, my children were very young. And, and so suddenly my friend was the stepmother to my very little mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I, at the time had to kind of commit to just um, a lot of repression because I couldn't continue to mother these children while I was actively in the kind of pain that I was in Yeah, um, and, tur- you know, turn the kids over to her. And, um, and so I, one of the things that appeared as a possible option was to forgive really mm-hmm. abandon. And just say, like, I, you know, I, let's call her Alice. Like, Alice is just a great friend of mine. And I understand her and what went into her motives. And, um, you know, I don't want to hold on to this resentment. And and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just putting it down. And so, you know, we began to socialize and spend a lot of time together. And I took a great deal of pride in having forgiven her and getting credit Mm -hmm. for having forgiven her. Um, so that was, that was one of the protectors that had been very active for me. And it was such a point of pride, you know, psychological pride or like, um, spiritual pride Mm -hmm. that I didn't, that I was blended with it. You know, it's like part of my reputation that like this horrible thing happened and yet she rose above it. Um, and then another one is this like crazy vindictive so that that was that protector i don't know when that protector made made her appearance but that moment of the, of the divorce was 12 years ago mm-hmm. um there's another one that's younger who's like really vindictive and undermining 
and mm-hmm. who's kind of the opposite, who's like very or feels herself to be very good at um doing getting revenge and destroying yeah. someone's life and like you know the you know at the time some friends of mine were gunning for me to like you know go whatever the kind of like slash your tires approach right to a level right. Level, right and yeah, i didn't this do part that. Like that you mm-hmm. know what's that this, this part, part like, liked that this part liked that and this part had mm-hmm. a lot of even better ideas like mm-hmm. just um you know rooting for karma you know mm-hmm. the, like took some pleasure in all the problems that that she's this alice has had since mm-hmm. you know seen that as like and you know did like little sly things to be sure that like she didn't get this job she wanted mm-hmm. and was just flexing a lot of power you know just mm-hmm. like fuck around and find out or whatever mm-hmm. um and so there's that side too and obviously that was at odds with the forgiveness but the yeah. best winning protector combo was when the forgiveness side took the high ground and the vindictive side was like working behind the scenes to be sure that, you know, this person right. would her, right? <laughs> or like, Win-win. So like double team, great double right. team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, God, I'm forgetting now, those were the first two to appear and then there's, there's a third. Um, and these two, these ones you've named so far are also relevant to and coming up in the recent Yeah, yeah, event. but I think maybe, maybe that third one I'm not going to push. I'll just let her come up. I mean, she'll, she'll come up soon, I can tell, but I don't have her right now. Mm-hmm. And then I did get, you know, those two seem to be protecting this exile who was just like felt herself to be totally betrayed and humiliated. Like just this nine-year-old girl kind of pointlessly and showily like writing in a notebook to try to be like, you know, about all this pain that had happened after a betrayal Um, and just crying and red faced and just like disgraced and betrayed, you know? Yeah. And um, and to okay. some extent, she's been a bit unburdened. Um, she was writing in my image of her. And at first I sort of thought the writing was like kind of embarrassing. Like she's like journaling to try to whatever, you know, like she's not a very strong person. Mm. But la- later... The exile was like, I'm writing and I like this, you know? And so yeah. like now she has like, I can see her just like curtain of hair, but just a slight smile that she's like making turns of phrases and writing cool little poems. And mm. she's often just like, leave me alone. I got this, you know? And I check in on her all the time and she's always doing great now. Um, okay. So that's been, that's been a, a, a kind of a great part of this. Um but then there are these other kind of spidery things that have come into the picture. Um, and I could sort of tell you about those other parts, or maybe maybe there's enough to pursue as is. What do you think? I think whatever 
you know, the first question is about parts that you'd like to change your relationship with. Yeah. And so you, you might look at them, try to arrange them in that order or pull them about who needs your attention most or which of those relationships feels most strained. I think that those, I'm glad to have told you about those parts to give you a sense of some of the Mm -hmm. cast of characters, but I think there are probably some others that I have a more sticky relationship with that have not come into focus. Um, But I could, so the way that a few months ago, basically what happened is that my, the moment that some of this stuff started to be activated, including some firefighters, was that my daughter, who was like a baby when my husband and Alice A, like started hooking up and B, you know, ended up taking custody or half custody of the kids. Um, My daughter was a baby and now um, she's 13. And um, a few months ago in September, she like really started to turn to Alice to um, help her with this important event. And at some point essentially said, like Alice is my, to me, like Alice is my real mother. Mm. And um, it just felt like a crisis. Like it was just like, why did I ever do this forgiveness thing? I should have mm. just like had a, I should have definitely slashed her tires and worse. Mm-hmm. I should have taken her to court for everything. I should like, I never should have been spiritual for a second and lost mm-hmm. the way of, you know, my like just more vindictive chops like what is happening mm-hmm. to me that I couldn't like work a serious vengeance and now she's like fully taken my child and it was yeah. and then I'm also like my daughter doesn't trust me because through no fault of my own she ended up sleeping you know being apart from me for the you know half of her childhood um mm-hmm. and you know, formed this relationship with this person who completely betrayed me. And so like, then I start to think my daughter doesn't trust me, but then that turns into like, I don't trust myself. There's a part of me that doesn't trust myself or that can't trust myself or can't trust itself. Or there's some like confusing image where like Alice, my daughter and my own parts and are all scrambled in my head um and you know I'll, I'll picture my daughter as like really really injured like she's in exile and then you know whenever I see her even though she doesn't like me very much she's like plenty self-realized I mean I think I asked you about this on discord like could she just be a part of my own part of me yeah and you yeah. said no, she's got her own parts um, and every time I see the actual girl that is my daughter, I see a, you know, awesome punk kid, like, you know, whatever, who's like, she's very um, outrageous and awesome. Yeah. But um, 
I don't know. I think somehow that's the mother, the way that you're expected to kind of mother your, or like the self is sort of a leader for the parts and the parts can sometimes mm-hmm. like my children. My parts can seem like the children of myself or something. Then that right. blows in my head with this girl who is my real daughter, if that makes any sense. And I think that there's yes. a way in there, like I definitely like, when I think about the early days when my husband left from Alice, I just mm-hmm. think about how hard it was to hand her over to her stepmom as if this was normal, you know? And then also when she was like not in her crib and just going to her room and sleeping on the floor and just wondering in my postpartum state, like how did this happen? But my baby's gone. Mm-hmm. And then like to be reminded, like almost just like in a sci-fi film, like, yeah. My friend was like sleeping with my husband the whole time I was having a baby. And now yeah. the baby belongs to the friend. It's just like, I would just tell myself that all of the time and, and just constantly run up against how did this happen to me? How could this happen to anyone? How is this legal? Mm. Um, mm. And that was, so that me that's like lying beside the crib the, my daughter, when I handed her over, all those things seem like my parts, right? Like there's, you know, does that make any sense? Even though these yes. are like in history. Yes. And when I, right, when I answered that, no, your your daughter isn't a part of you, the, yeah. the flip side is that, of course, you could have, uh, you know, parts that are very, very identified with her and, or mirroring her um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's true. I was also really affected by when you said um, to someone who was talking about uh, sexual abuse, childhood sexual abuse, that um, don't worry for now about whether it happened empirically in the world because mm-hmm. that question can like trip us up, you know? So like, yeah. he wants to be like, well, like explain more, give you more details so that I'm not being unfair to Alice or. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yes. I have that too. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as if there's like a court case and like, well, to be fair, right. but of course our emotional lives are just like filled with like all kinds of melodrama and that mm-hmm. doesn't give other people a fair shake and whatever else. Um, right. or, um, you know, so I'm grateful to know that it doesn't have to be completely true, like a piece of journalism or something to what happens. Right. right. Yeah. It's all, it's all an emotional landscape. Um, you know, and the, the dates are always fuzzy and it's all, it's yeah. all hard to, to, to put out there in any objective way, even to talk about it can be really difficult. So maybe the part I want to get to know better is the, the part that, (laughs) the part that identifies with my daughter, my baby daughter being okay. handed back and forth and not trusting. Cause I just feel like I'm her in those scenes, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And that feels, it feels, when you say identifies with the baby daughter, so it feels like a baby age yeah. kind of part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just okay. like, a, yeah, like a baby that's like, now why do I have to go here? Why do I have to go here? And none of this is making mm-hmm. sense and all these decisions are being made for um by someone else from my, me that are the whole architecture of my life like i didn't sign up for this yeah okay okay and you've attempted i mean you've noticed this part before you've attempted to get more clarity about it before right yeah but more in thinking like of all the things that I as a mother did wrong so I sort of am like there's a different part of this where I'm not thinking of myself as the baby and like if you think there are three characters in the scene like Alice the stepmother me and um or me the other mother and then a baby in the middle mm-hmm. usually when I go over it in my head I'm just totally blended with the mother in the scene and I'm worrying about the baby in the scene my actual baby mm-hmm. instead of identifying with or instead of like seeing the baby as a part of me doesn't make any sense at all it makes so, sense if they're all parts it makes a ton of sense yeah, and if and 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 yes, if they're all people too, that would also make sense that that three people would would be in that dynamic. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's the dynamic is mm-hmm. is of those three parts. So, the worrying mother. Yeah, mm-hmm. the abandoned, betrayed mother that who has to give up her child, the child who's completely, completely confused, and. And destabilized and just confused and hurt. And I don't think I've yet made Alice a part of me, but um, so I think I'm I'm the first two, but probably not the stepmother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would suggest that we start with that. Of these three, I would suggest we start with the mother. Okay. Yeah. If that feels right for you. Yeah, it does. Okay. So worrying, abandoned, betrayed, mm-hmm. confused and hurt. Yeah, I'm like robbed. Like my child has been kidnapped or something. Okay. Its child, its child has been kidnapped. Yeah. Okay. How do you notice that in your body? What's the sensation like? Um, just it's in my throat, just like closing, closing. It's just kind of a strangled feeling. Mm-hmm. Anything else you notice about it? It just just in the body. Yeah. Um maybe like my collarbones and 
and shoulders. Like my arms are empty because someone just took a baby out of it, you know, empty mm -hmm. arms. Okay. How are you feeling towards this part? Has you noticed it there? Just a huge amount of compassion and and just pity and and um Kind of her, afraid of her, afraid of like how deprived she feels and despairing she is, you know? Like I, I just don't quite want to get sucked into her problems. <laughs> right, right. You know, I don't want to be overwhelmed by all that. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's check in with that part that has that concern about being overwhelmed. I'm sure that I'm guessing that it's been very overwhelming, right? Historically, when this part is blended with you. Yeah, which yeah. by the way, doesn't happen that much because I, this part is pretty locked away, you know? Right, right. Like I'm remarried and I don't think I've ever talked to my husband about it. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's only naturally because I just met you. So of course I should bring it up into a Zoom screen. Um, yeah, how do I, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's very, very overwhelming to blend. Mm -hmm. Or okay. that's part anywhere near me. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of sounds to me like that, that worrying mother is herself has been exiled, right? Yeah. She, her feelings are not okay. Yeah. And there are parts that really want to keep that away. Yeah. She's that sound right? desperate. And yeah, that's it. And she's clinging. Like, it's not like, it's not like she's like a good mother. She's just someone that like, she just feels something that's hers has just been taken away, you know? And she mm -hmm. just is, you know, and she's expected to be an adult about it. She's expected to be cool about it or. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would suggest and feel free to not do any of this or, or change direction if it doesn't feel right. But I would suggest letting her know that you'll get to her and that we need to check in with some of these parts that have been wanting to exile her, the ones that okay. are afraid of her, the ones that have the concerns that she'll okay. overwhelm you. Okay. Um, just to respect that, just to respect these parts that have that very valid um, fear or concern. Okay. That involves a little unblending with her, I think, because yeah, mm -hmm. um, 
That's a hard one. It's hard to conjure her without blending. Right. Which her. makes sense. She's very powerful. Yeah. And even and even if we were and even if our next goal was to get to know her, we would need to do some unblending. So, yeah, this is it's good good thing to practice. Okay, just ask. I just asking her for a little space. Yeah, I see. She can. I see a place where she can sit. And Great. sometimes, yeah, if she can just find something to do that is, even though she doesn't have the baby. If she doesn't, if she can find something to do that feels like it's like mothering, even though the kid's not there, like organizing photographs or something like that, hmm. I, could, I could ask her to do like, you know, fix the curtains or like, you know, yeah. order clothes for the kids or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then I think, then I think she's okay for a while. Okay. Good. Yeah. Thank, thank her and, and let her know that. We're we're coming back for her. Okay. Okay. So the parts that are concerned, the ones that want to keep that away. Yeah. Yep. What are they what are they telling you? What are their what's their message or how are they showing up? Um all right, one of them is very like you have shit to do. Like you are now a single mom and uh, I've got to, this is like the part is saying mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, I've got to make a living, right? Like okay. I, I have like, I have to pay off this divorce. I have to, like at the time my divorce lawyer was like, you be a legend. <laughs> like that's like, so it was like this, this, the protector is like, sorry, but there is no time to sit around and weep about this. Like right. you now have to pay this mortgage yourself. You have expensive, you know, you have, uh, yeah, you've got to like make a, make plans now for the kids, make travel plans and stuff and hold down like a huge job. And you right. don't like, we'll set aside a little time for you to grieve, but it's going to be limited. And um, we're going to do like a bunch of self-improvement shit on top of everything mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm. And lots of time in the gym. And, yeah. you know, um, I should start, you know, you, you got to start dating, you, you know, just like stay organized. If you like fall, you think that falling into a puddle is making you a good mother, like, mm-hmm. right. It's like, you just have so much shit to do. Like, get it together. Yeah. yeah. Manager. Manager. Absolutely. Right. right. Okay. That all makes sense to you with that part's saying and wanting for yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. Great. Great. You said there was, that was one. Is there another, some other parts that don't want you to get mm-hmm. to know this, this grieving part or this exiled mother part I think 
don't know if it's quite a manager, but there's a voice, there's a part that's like granted. It's very nihilistic. It's like granted that is the absolute end of the world to be with, you know, with this person, with this part. But mm-hmm. if you're not going to commit suicide right now, mm-hmm. you just have to like resign yourself to like the shitty life that you have. And you can't go down that road. Like, if that makes any sense, it's something, something that's like less like get up and go. You got to make this life work. And more like you have two choices right now, like kind of death in life or death. And you're choosing death and life and we're doing it and we're in zombie mode and like we're just going for it because the only other choice is to absolutely give in to that thing. And yes. then you dead. So it's okay. like really grim. Like life is so fucking long. We've got all these decades. Um, but if you've decided you're not gonna commit suicide, then all you can do is just like, you know, grind down and just be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so it sees it sees that other part as being the death that is that is yeah. worse than the death in life. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. okay, all right. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Great. Yeah, that part's welcome too. It's <laughs> good because he's sort of a it's not usually very welcome figure. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, it's his job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are the stronger ones. Mm-hmm. Are there more that feel like they're coming up around that? Yeah, there is. There's some. Um, mm-hmm. There's this really high-minded, high-road, like, this is happening for me, not to me, you know, like, Mm. spiritual bypassing, like, but, but, but more, more convincing than that, you know, more Mm. like, like, this is a dark night of the soul, and I'm 41, and, you know, this is, I want to feel everything in life, and this is giving me more compassion for others, and this is exactly what I should be doing. And there's something mm-hmm. incredibly beautiful in this layer level of suffering and my capacity to bear it and my capacity to grow from it. And I'm just going to lean into this as this like ennobling martyrdom <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, that's probably closest to me most of the time like Mm -hmm. i'll look back on that and i'll be like oh yeah that time when everything was in technicolor and you know i was becoming a saint or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and so that one that one you feel like has more more strength than for example that manager that has no time and no time to cry and Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one has a lot of strength. And like, I feel like when I, that part in me feels like really like a major chord, like a beautiful, 
expansive elegant like a way that all the rough places are made smooth or something you know mm. yeah but this thing that looked terrible is actually great mm. like the way and I, what I when it comes across is when it like talks to other people who consult me about their suffering and in particular kind of divorces and custody stuff and I just you know get I'm just like it's all going to be wonderful you know yeah. like and feels confident in that moment yeah. that, you know, suffering, like, is um, a chrysalis, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a lot of questions for that part. Okay. <laughs> but I'm happy to hear if there are others that are in this mix. No, I mean, no. you, started out, you started out talking about getting a head count and... Right. Um, there's one more that's just not showing showing herself, but I I think as we talk, maybe she'll maybe she'll reemerge. Okay. So because this high road one, um, you said you feel most identified with it of those three. Yeah, yeah. And Would also that be a, good mm-hmm. feelings, like really good feelings associated. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Okay. Would that be a, a good part to get to know a little bit right now? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good idea. I never thought of that. Great. Great. All right. How are you feeling towards that part? Kind of proud, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of a, a little like, like, like she's like a kind of a harmless fraud, you know, just like, mm. oh, oh, that's fun. You know, like, good for you that you try to like spin those stories and like, they do make you and other people feel good and, and, and there's no harm in them. And also you're so good at it, you know, yeah. like, like good at your job. Yeah. So can you contact her now and let her know that you, you see her role and that you, have that appreciation for it? Yeah. Okay. And maybe ask her what she thinks about that that other part, that that mother part. And what her concerns are about you going to her. Hmm. Well, her concern is that I'll see that the pain hasn't all been like through some alchemy turned into glory, that some of yeah. it is pain. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Maybe you could ask more, like, what would be so bad about that? And, like, you might know that this, like, quick solution of turning, of saying, you know, that
that suffering or martyrdom or something is like ennobling is not a whole solution. Mm-hmm. You know, so in other words, you'll know that I've been like selling you a bill of goods. The, yeah. Yeah. But you were able to let her know that you see how important it was for her to do that and that you do value her role. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely can do that. She's looks like she seems like a like awesome Olympic soccer player right now who hmm. like you know seemed like she kind of promised that she could win every game and then like just maybe like maybe lost just now, you know, and it's like I couldn't win all of them. But I'm so still so grateful for her. Yeah. You say lost just now, like when, right, yeah. just when you're bringing that up and she, she can yeah. see that you already can see. Exactly. But the pain is, there's there's still pain there that she on some level overpromised that she'd be able to like beat it back every time or sell her story yeah. every time. And, and sometimes she can't, you know? Mm-hmm. She tried, she tried her best. Yeah, she tried her best. And I yeah. mean, she was, has been heroic. Mm-hmm. It's cool what she looks like. She's just like got these awesome broad shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How old does she think that you are? Mm. She just sees me as a lot weaker than she is. So maybe like extremely old or extremely young. Um, Yeah, maybe like just like a disabled, disabled in some way, almost like an eight-year-old in a wheelchair or an 80-year-old in a wheelchair. I can't write quite sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. The physical, the physical um, disability. Hmm. So, is there a way that you can kind of invite her to notice you more, get yeah. closer to her, get her, just kind of reveal yourself more to her? Yeah. Yeah. As you currently are. Yeah. I can, like, I, I sort of just like, I, I know, you know, she's like 23 or something and super mm. awful. And so, so I'm just telling her, like, it's true I'm 53, but that does not mean I'm 80. Like, it seems like a lot older than you, you know? Right, right. And, um, but it, like, you've sort of underestimated how much I can also do for myself. Yeah, and is is she seeing that? Does she see that you're not 80? Yeah, she's laughing because she had to admit that, like, 
that she didn't really think 53 year olds were capable of that much. And that, mm-hmm. like, of course, you're right. Not everyone's like a 23 Olympian, 23 year old Olympian. Um, yeah, she does see that. I think she likes it. Is there anything that she would mm, rather be doing with her time if she didn't have to, or her energy, if Mm. she didn't have to work so hard? Yeah, she doesn't want to keep having to just win. Like, she's, she has these like high level spiritual skills, gold medal spiritual skills, but she doesn't want to have to do them toward winning, use them toward just winning like subduing a rival, you know, she wants to explore and play instead of keeping like this, continually having to defeat this other, this other thing, basically pain, you know? Right. Right. Eat it back. Right. She does not want to like sit down and rest. She wants to like keep playing soccer or whatever weird mm-hmm. sport that she does, but she just doesn't want to have to do it like to bring back victories. And how does she feel about the idea of you? I'll use the word defeating the pain by getting to know it. She's like, have at it. Like, go ahead. I mean, she's like, knock yourself out. I mean, she doesn't know that it'll work, but she is happy not to have to keep fighting and kind of just wants to go like kick the soccer ball around on her own and do some fun stuff with her friends. And Yeah, she's kind of like going to talk to this exile. The pain is not her jam, but right. if I think it's worth doing, she's all for it. Nice. Sounds like you two have a have a nice style of communicating and quick quick understanding of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feel like I look up to her a bit. Hmm. I wonder about the looking up. I wonder if there's if there is a part in you that feels disabled. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the part that looks up to her in that way? Yeah, like from a chair. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think that's true. What else do you notice about that part? She's like kind of reclusive and sedentary and needs other people to do things for her like 
oh, I'll get those groceries delivered or I'll ask those strong people to go do things mm. for me, you know? Um, and I think as you know just like kind of paring down the things that she feels she can do you know like oh I don't drive anymore or I don't go to that kind of thing anymore um yeah she is kind of she's kind of like literally disabled like she just has mm -hmm. A, a small range of things she feels she can do. Okay. And how are you being with her and feeling towards her? It's really nice not to be blended with her. Like, yeah. it's just all, all that's good about, I mean, I have, I feel good about her because she's not me, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I feel good looking, being like, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a way to be. Yeah. And does she notice you? Yeah. I mean, one thing that's kind of cool about her is she is, she's limited all these things that she can do, but she, so that it's down to one thing, which is writing. And she does that really well because she's taken so many things off the table. Um, so... Yeah, she's kind of like this grandmotherly novelist or something. Um, and she, yeah, she feels good to be seen. She's a little bit like this other, that other little girl who's writing part that she's just kind of amused and doesn't want to be bothered with the writing. I mean, bothered from, distracted from the writing. It's really yeah. interesting. Earlier you said you didn't know if the part was eight or 80. The little girl is nine. Yes. Right. And this that's part right. is grandmotherly, so yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How are we doing with our head count here? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who's probably keeping track. I hope. Well, I, I what I really meant was the quality. Um, is this helpful? It's is so this... helpful. It's okay. so helpful. Um, yeah, just even that point of like I look up to her and like yeah, exactly, and also the 80 year old being at the same height as that, that eight or nine year old actually have thought she would might be eight at times. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's really helpful. It's also helpful for the self because my like happiest tingling moments of self energy are also writing energy, like just very creative. And mm -hmm. both of those two parts, while they're like, you know, they're, they're stuck. Still, yes, they're stuck, but they also still write. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they've tunneled down what they can do to so few things, but at least that one thing is this great, you know, is writing. So that is happy when I look at them because I'm like, that is actually a quality of self that I really like. If that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at the clock. We've talked for an hour. 
I can talk longer. Um, I can talk longer, but I don't want to hold you. I know you you do this a lot. Well, like my question is, where where would you go next, or where mm. would you want to go next, given all that? For, forgetting about you know when we're getting off the phone, but just. What what would feel right I as think far that, as next steps? Um, I think I try to see if the Olympian protector would, like, while she's out in the soccer field, I think I would go to that mother, you know, and go back, go closer to the exile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even understanding that the relationship between self and that Olympian part is, you know, needs more or needs more attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to do some of that now, even if we're not able to go go very far deep just in the, you know, just because of time? Do you want to get back to that mother now? Does that feel right? Yes, it does. Sorry, I'm getting a charger. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a great, yes, I would like to do that. And there were other protectors that we met around this. So you might want to just check in one last time and and check in with your own energy about your feelings of Will this, will contacting this part be overwhelming for you? Is that a, is that still a concern? No, I feel like when the Olympian kind of gave me permission and was like, have at it, I felt a great, like, don't mind if I do, I'm ready. You know? Great. Okay. So can you get back to her? Yeah. And now how are you feeling towards her? Um, well, she's, I suddenly just saw a little bit of like, well, she's a little bit much. Like she's a little bit, um, I mean, in a way that I can get, like, she's, I just saw her as like a Virgin Mary or something where like holding a baby, like Pieta, like Jesus. And mm. that felt a little bit like, oh, we're, t- you know, taking ourselves pretty seriously in 2011, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah, she seems, um, She seems to you know, it's like looking at someone that you sort of know that they won't be that hard to make laugh or help cheer up or you know, like they're not okay. like gone. they're so like you're seeing more of her than just that outward projection of the the drama, the emotion. 
Yeah, I'm definitely not blended with her right now. Beautiful. Um, yeah, she kind of seems like, I mean, I know the Virgin Mary thing, but also seems like she's like a little kid, like with like a cake smashed or something that's like, it seems bad now, but we all can tell that it'll be fine. <laughs> um, you know, like, because there's another interesting thing about her, which is like, it wasn't the worst thing in the world to have to like, to get some, a break from the kids. Right. So like, right. she got a lot of done. She got sleep. Right. She got and she kind of, and that's also a little secret, which is like mm -hmm. kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you can uh, let her know that you're here and that you're you're in a place now where you can see her better. Yeah. And are you feeling curious about getting to know her? Yeah. More. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just let her know that. Okay. See how yeah. she see how she responds and what she wants you to know. She's she likes that. I mean, she she just was like, no one has ever seen me as anything but just an object of pity. You know, like mm. oh, that's a deserted mom who you know. She had a baby and her husband left her and ran off with a friend. And like, we all know who that is. She's just like lost, you know, she can't have any interior life or any, you know, thoughts or any like cool projects. Like she's just the like dregs of existence, you know, she's just yeah. top five. Yeah. And she's like, I, there's more to me. Right. But she does still have those feelings of sadness and desperation. Yes. But interestingly, she's sort of trying to say that She knows she looks desperate to the world. She certainly knows she, she definitely knows she looked desperate to Alice, like when Alice was taking the baby. So part of it is how she looks to the world. Mm. But what she's glad right now is that we're sort of asking about her whole experience. Like, not just, I know the world thinks I'm a loser. And right. so do you. But she has other thoughts, like thoughts that are like, I know this is a really, uncon or this is an unconventional path and it doesn't look really good, but I'm up to some cool stuff. But, yeah. You know? Yeah. She's, she had this sense that other people could only see her as a loser. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds like, 
It sounds like earlier the protectors that we met probably in some way would also look at her that way. I mean, yes. one is seeing her as suicidal or as death. The right. other is seeing her as a waste of time, you know, to when you have things to do. Yes. And and then yes. the, the Olympian, I'm guessing, sees her kind of like something to be defeated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's that's so, it. Exactly. But right. from inside, um, she's like, um, <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm, I'm going to date. I'm going to, I'm going to date and I'm going to work and I'm going to accomplish all these things. And in this negative space that people mm -hmm. think it's just death and humiliation and defeat is actually all this like generative cool stuff. Like I'm not just a divorcee or a right. childless woman. I'm mm -hmm. a person who like has all these other skills. Like it's kind of like sexy and mm -hmm free and single, you know, like, yeah, yeah. um, but, and that may be at odds with the fact that I sort of seem pitiful. Yeah. Yeah. So but maybe it does carry a serious, like, I'm humiliated. Like, it's just very much about right. humiliation. Right. Like what kind of woman loses her baby? Like I'm a person that had my baby taken from me. So I must be abusive and neglectful and a bad person. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can just let her know you see all that. You've seen how people or your own parts have been, have seen her as a loser, how she's come to internalize that. Yeah. How she's dealing with that pain of well, so, so many things, but just the humiliation. Yeah. She's also like, it, I guess the fact that she sees imaginative and, you know, romantic possibilities in these hours by herself also contributes to her idea that she's a bad person and a bad mother because mm. unless you lie around missing your kid the whole time they're with their other parent they you feel right. like you know you're you're like some right. like awful revolving door single divorcee right. who parks her kid in front of the tv and brings home three guys or whatever right know? so that's been an important part of of her of her parts of her strategy or response is to show to show that high drama and and sadness in order yeah. to keep anyone from seeing any of the upsides that she, that she might be experiencing or. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got to see bad too. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of, it's a tough balancing act for her. Um, but I guess 
Yeah. I'm humiliated and betrayed is definitely the major story. Mm-hmm. Um, that she holds on to. A lot of like, what kind of mother does this? Yeah. And so I'll, I'll suggest that, you know, the next, the next process with her is to just continue witnessing that and to understand what it, what it's been like for her and kind of just the nuance of all the different pressures and everything she was dealing with Mm -hmm. and to really try to fully understand her story. Yeah. You know, in, in this place from self, of course. So that would be, that would be witnessing, right? Mm -hmm. It just said it never occurred to me until you said it to like, that she was a part, but she so much is. And yeah, this is like how IFS goes the next distance because yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to say beyond that, except that the blending ha- happens like it did in the beginning of this session. Right. So with her, that right. I don't even have a breath before I'm there. If I even talk about her at all, I mm. become her, you know? Right. But this time we managed to like slow down and that was, that is incredible. It, it really is like just so revelatory. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So again, that, I mean, that's what I would suggest, you know, if we are, if we are going to end the conversation now, that's where I would say to bookmark it. Or if you're comfortable doing that work on your own to, to just bookmark that in your work of hearing her out and witnessing all the things that were going on for her and what it's Um, been like for her. I would, I will do that. I do. I, Mm -hmm. it does not, I don't find it hard to check in with parts. I just set a, I just, but it's good to be able to check in with her. And I would love to talk to you again. Yeah, um, me too. How do fun. We, oh, good. How do we, how do I do that? Well, you can explain to me off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I will, um, I'll send you links to book more time. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Any other parts? Have any questions or concerns? Feedback for me? Um, commitments no. you want to make? Um, anything at all? <laughs> no, it, I mean I, this just was like better. I mean, I've just—it's been a decade or more since I started thinking about IFS, and I've never had any kind of facilitated session, and I've heard so many, so of yours in particular. So it's just such a—it's like exceeded my highest expectations all right (laughs) great okay let's do it again sometime excellent thanks thank you okay good day bye bye do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world if you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way i'd love to hear your ideas join the discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. 
to every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts, and to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.